All good things come to an end, or so they say. Our lives are full of beginnings and endings, seasons, days, relationships, jobs, the list goes on. This Sunday, we approach an ending, or is it a beginning? Let's find out. As Jesus came out of the temple, one of his disciples said to him, Look, teacher, what large stones and what large buildings. Then Jesus asked him, Do you see these great buildings? Not one stone will be left here upon another. All will be thrown down. When he was sitting on the Mount of Olives, opposite of the temple, Peter, James, John, and Andrew asked him privately, Tell us, when will this be, and what will be the sign that all these things are about to be accomplished? Then Jesus began to say to them, Beware that no one leads you astray. Many will come in my name and say, I am he, and they will lead many astray. When you hear of wars and rumors of wars, do not be alarmed. This must take place, but the end is still to come. For nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be earthquakes in various places. There will be famines. This is but the beginning of the birth pangs. First off, have you ever heard the saying, country come to town? That's the image I first have of this disciple. Imagine, Jesus has gathered most of his disciples from outside of Jerusalem, and they've come together to the city where King Herod has engaged in a massive building campaign. In the temple compound, the object of the disciples' admiration is nothing to sneeze at. In fact, the Wailing Wall in Jerusalem today is a remnant of what the disciples saw in Jerusalem. So, here we have disciples staring, gawking open-mouthed at this magnificent building, and Jesus dismisses it, saying, not one stone will be left on another. Here, you can make a similar comparison to the ill-fated Titanic, which was claimed to be an unsinkable ship, but now rests on the bottom of the Atlantic Ocean. Peter, James, John, and Andrew are obviously shocked by Jesus' words and want to know more. It's interesting before, they would always doubt Jesus when he would say things that they didn't understand. But here, they don't doubt him. All they want to know is when. Jesus then describes these various calamities that would befall the world. And there have been sects that have taken Jesus' words out of context and have tried to use them to predict the end of the world. I've seen about ten predictions giving specific dates as to the end of the world, and we're still here. This serves as a prelude to the last Sunday of the church calendar year, which is Christ the King, which I'll talk more about next week. But this text signals the beginning of an end, which leads to another beginning with Advent. Here, Jesus' words are left open-ended with, this is the beginning of the birth pangs. The birth pangs of what? The end of the world? The birth of a new era? Perhaps the birth of the church? However you look at it, we see God in Christ Jesus not offering despair, but hope, saying that these things must happen, but do not be alarmed. Christ offers us hope through the cross, which intersects all things, beginning or ending.